You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with guest number 611, recorded November 30th, 2016. Tonight brought to you by MotoringStripes.com, CravenSpeed.com, and now Motoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's on Motoring.com. Everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new, brand new, brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. We've all recovered from uh, our Thanksgiving whatever's, except for Alex, because you know he doesn't support Thanksgiving fully. He's kind of communist like that, but he's also from France, so we let it go. <laughs> and lives in San Francisco. <laughs> and he lives in San Francisco. <laughs> he's, he's safe. Cheesy surrender monkey. <laughs> he is a cheese eating surrender monkey. Uh, he's with us tonight. We also have Todd from MotoringStripes.com. Mr. Chad Miller's joined us as well from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? I'm fine on this fair evening. Good. Okay, don't all, <laughs> don't all talk at once. I have yeah. <laughs> I have my mini back, which is good. I was uh, without my mini for four days. What happened? What happened to your mini? So, um, thank you, anybody who follows me on either Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Thanksgiving morning, I you know we're having people over, so we had a house full on Thanksgiving, mm. and I realized you know what, you can't have Thanksgiving without ice, and we're probably going to run out of ice. So before the stores close, I'm going to run to the grocery store and pick up a bag of ice. Mm. Get in my car. I drive to the grocery store, which literally is probably a mile away, right? Right. And, um, you know, drive there, get the ice, get back in the car in the parking lot at the grocery store. And my JCW throws uh, oh, a yeah, drivetrain you... malfunction. <laughs> that's right? that, That's because you did, you did like a big smoky burnout in the dirt. Well, which is right. funny because I've done that before. And, and we got it to, to – uh, I've had at least three different minis throw this code before. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's always been because of wheel slippage. Uh, The first time we had it happen, it was in on in many takes estates in the company car. I think it was 2012. Right. I remember I remember distinctly and we could make it then happen at will. Right. 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 So 2014, you mean 2014, you mean Uh uh, we had it. We had it both. We had one. uh, No, 2012. It wasn't out, was it? No, it was Uh, 2014. Yeah. So it would have been 14. Right. So anyway, I've had this is the third mini that I've had throw this code so i'm thinking ah, eh, no big deal right and uh i'll just take it in get it checked hopefully after a couple of engine starts it'll just reset itself which has happened in other cars so sure. it did not by the next day so i decide you know what it's a slow day at the dealer the service manager saw my facebook page and he goes hey you're gonna bring your car in today he goes we've got plenty of loaners i'm like sure thanks which is really cool, by the way. That's <laughs> really cool. Service advisor to like send me a text message and go, hey, you want to bring your car in? <laughs> you know, just drop it off. We have plenty of loaners. You know? Um, so anyway, I dropped it off, and they hooked it up, and uh, did what, you know, cleared the codes, didn't work, cleared it uh, again, because I guess there's a known fault for this. Ah, right. There's a, there's a known software issue in F56s that it causes them to throw... Uh, drivetrain malfunction codes. Nothing's wrong with the car, even though it tells you you're running on uh, diminished drivetrain, you know, output. Mm-hmm. You're really not. It's just it's completely software based, and they reprogram it, and you're good to go. So anyway, I took it in, and long story short, they reprogrammed it. It's not there. They also changed my oil and put on you know winter wheels for me. I saw so, that with the, bl- so the black anyway, wheels with the, with the white roof. Yeah, yeah. I put on some. Uh, I've got some JCW Challenge spokes as my winter wheels now. <laughs> Long story. I'm not going to tell you, but uh, yeah. You know, I, you know, what, you know what's really nice about that that color of those wheels. I really like the color because free is one of my favorite colors. <laughs> it really is. Really it is. is. Can't can't complain about the color free. It is. So this is the first the first winter in a long time. Um, actually, running all seasons on this. Uh, oh. I'm not not running winter tires. Oh. We'll be running uh, Blizzax on the Roadster. Okay. Which, you know, you think about it, the Roadster sits about, you know, an inch and a half higher off the ground than the JCW. So it's probably, if there's any snow, that's the car we're going to drive. Oh, right, because it's more snowplow-like and less it, race car. It just yeah, it sounds, makes sense. It just sounds ridiculous, though, to live in a snowy uh, a climate. Yeah, we're we're going to take the convertible. <laughs> and my two cars are a convertible and a JCW that is lowered within, you know, an inch of its life. Yeah, probably. Literally. Yeah, so you've got your so your your go to snow car is going to be a convertible. 
Um, Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Good. Good. Perfect. I like Irony, it. isn't it? I, I like it. I like it, especially if you do it with the top down. You like bundle up and do like the whole scarf around your face. We have, you know what? And uh, uh, and my lady friend keeps a blanket in the car because literally, if it's her limit is forty degrees. Okay. If it is forty degrees or above, she drives with the top down and then just bundles up in this blanket. Really? On the heated seats. Yep. Puts on a hat and uh, and Go. drives with the top down if it's forty degrees or above. And then Go deep. That, r- limit, that rules. Yeah, that's the way to go. Must be an automatic. Well no, no, no. It's a no, manual. It's a manual. Oh, okay, she can move her legs around in the blanket. She, it's not yeah, like she. she it's like, not like she's in a sleeping bag, Chad. She just wraps up in a blanket. <laughs> well, you know, there was that Top Gear episode where he did get a sleeping bag and he tried to sew a button on. And sure, 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 sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, by the way, the convertible is good between forty and ninety degrees. Above ninety, no. Put the top up. Yep. Top up AC uh, it, on. It's too crazy hot those days. Yeah. Yeah. Nineties. Nineties. The upper limit on that too. But yeah. anyway. So uh, yeah, I got well, my. Glad your car's back. I've only driven it home from the dealer, um, so uh, I I don't know for sure if it's fixed for good. But I will keep everybody posted. All right. As to uh, what's going on. I'm getting ready to do brakes on my car. I'm pretty excited about that. And you know what I'm noticing about the R56 before we actually get started. Um, my R56 is the 2008. Got uh, about ninety thousand miles on it. That car's kind of folly, folly party. It kind of, <laughs> kind of. What, what do you mean by that? Sorry, I'm so not. So I, I lost. I just, I just made that term up, but it's kind of fall party. It's like just. It's exactly what it means. I it's mean. it's stupid stuff is falling off my car. So it's I've already. It's a mini. No, I car. never had this problem with my R fifty. So look, the the driver's side. Uh, sun visor, the one that goes, you know, the one that goes above the door, yeah. that yeah. fell off within a couple of days of me owning the car. Um, okay, the driver's side, you're just, I've never seen a sun visor fall off. Yeah, so it fell. It, it, it literally, car literally fell you out. Doing something. No, it, it <laughs> fell. The I lost my driver's side rearview mirror, outside rearview mirror. It just the glass Ooh. came off. That happens to came, came off. Came oh off. God. It's about ready to come off on the passenger side. Tons of people in Vegas and Arizona have had that happen. The heat just... It wasn't even even a hot day, and that's something that never happened to me in my R50. Yeah, it's like your beer glass is saying, like, I'm I'm done. Like, that's it. (laughs) I've done my job. I give up. Yeah. It's so weird. Just... Stuff was falling <laughs> off my car, but I've got break. I got a break job getting ready to do that here in the next week or so. I'm pretty hey, at excited. At least your turbo isn't going to go out. Hey, you know I got that going for me. Because <laughs> that, that would have been next. Yeah, no, I have to worry. Keep, keep the, the steering wheel. You know, Chad, what is it I have to worry about? A uh, water pump on this car in about another five to ten thousand miles, right? Yeah, water pump, thermostat. Right. Yeah, water pump, thermostat. Oil consumption. Yeah, I've got. I'm, I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing oil consumption. Yeah, time, yeah, timing chain, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. alignment issues. Oh, yeah, I'm experiencing that. That's going to be part of my brake job. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the nice thing yeah, is the brakes. List. You thought it was easy to do brakes on an R53. The R56 brakes, literally, you can finish the job in 20 minutes. I could do the R56 fronts in 15. So, yeah. um, I've got all the parts. I just haven't done it. I'm going to do the fronts myself, and then I'm going to have um, my guy do the rears and flush the system at the same time. You don't even have to take the caliper off. You just loosen the bottom bolt, slide it back, and the pop them out, pop them in. Well, I'm doing. Bolt, I'm going to have to take the calipers off because I'm replacing rotors too. Oh well. Because I'm pretty sure this has got factory rotors on it, and I think they're warped. And if they're not, they're, all right, that'll take you a little more than garbage. 15 minutes because you're gonna have to get out the torch to loosen those things up. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes, and uh, <laughs> I might just have my guy do all four. I haven't decided yet. Anyway, um, and I'm going with EBC Greens because I just like to say that I'm going with EBC Greens because that always just astounds everybody that I go with EBC Greens. Well, you have a green car, so it makes sense. It makes sense. Somebody I put a post on my on my blog, and someone says EBC Greens, really? It's like, well, yeah, I've run EBC Greens on every Mini I've owned since I put them on my car since 2004. Well, you know what? Well, there's, there's they work good for me. Technology that's happened for the Mini since then. <laughs> yes, I understand, but I like the EBC Greens. All right, they've 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 but- they've gotten better, better, stronger, faster, and it doesn't matter because I'm putting uh, inexpensive um, Bosch blank rotors on. 
So yeah, it's because I couldn't. You I, could, I was going to get the Brembo blanks because I had good luck with those, but I couldn't find them at a good price. These Boshes seem like a pretty. They were a good price, so I went. You don't. I'm going with those. Over twenty five miles an hour, so there's no reason I'm to get spending good little time over twenty five miles an hour. I'm not taking it on the track, and if I do, I'll be okay for a track day after I have the system flushed. It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool name, like green stuff, brake pads. Yeah, they have green stuff, it's red pretty- stuff, yellow stuff. Mm-hmm. And and there's like another one in between, but the green stuff is like the regular, just driving on the street pads. Um, yeah. The red. You know, I don't. I don't uh, hate those pads. I, the only thing I, I the, the crazy bright colors. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Know, it's like, okay, why do they need to be green? Just yeah. make them black so you don't have to see them through the caliper. Uh, it doesn't bother. But, me. My uh, car's green, so it works out. Sometimes people use the wrong compound. Oh yeah. Of what they're actually. Trying oh, to I'm gonna do. get it's the like, I'm gonna get the red stuff pads, and then they wonder why their car doesn't stop on the yeah. street. Or well, or why they go through rotors, you know, every <laughs> yeah twenty thousand or less miles, you know. So it's uh, yeah, as long as you know what you're doing, it's, so, it's good. sounds but, like we uh, might sounds like we might need a, a a break show coming up here, Chad. What do you think? Right? Yeah, yeah. One, one, or tires? Uh, no tires. Oh. <laughs> I think a break show. Just so that you guys know that the red stuff pads or any of those those that would be a race compound pad. And you're chewing through rotors and going, you know, and they don't stop very well because you're not getting them hot enough on the street. They're made for. But not track. to mention, if you if use uh, uh, race pads on the street, they squeal. Oh, really, really oh yeah, loud. oh yeah. Yeah, race pads on the street uh, are loud. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you come to a stop at a oh, stoplight, yeah. he's not... looking at you like, dude, you need a brake job. You're like, yeah. no, racing brakes. Yeah. You know, uh, w- you know. Obviously, I have a little longer commute to work now, as, right? Uh, as we were doing this whole move thing, and and I have a lot of time to th- sit there and think. And I watch cars around me, and I see people that have bald tires or cords showing, or you uh. know, no air in their tires because it's you know thirty five degrees out, and they haven't checked it since May. <laughs> but uh, you know, there are a, a huge section of the population that they don't even care about tires they don't care they're like it's got air and it's fine i can make it to work i don't care if it's got tread or whatever it's a used tire my dad my dad my dad is part of that my dad is part of that group of the population yeah and i'm just like that just blows my mind and it's it's what it is yeah my dad will run tires so the cords are showing he said what there's still tread on there it's like dude they're they're slick (laughs) now they're still tread here's what he's a brave man we need to find a YouTube video of somebody blowing a tire at 70 miles an hour because I've seen it happen, and it's a terrifying experience uh, from outside the yes. vehicle somewhere else. It's like I want to get a, as far away from that truck as possible Yes, because they just blew a tire at 70 miles an hour. And or, or like a big rig that blew like the inside – one of the inside trailer tires or something, you know? Yeah, they don't even know that. They just keep driving. But That's I'm talking true. like <laughs> one of your four tires that you're driving on blows – because you're a jackass and doesn't know, you know, <laughs> doesn't go, oh, no tread left and the cord's wearing through and all of a sudden it's just going to shred into nothingness. And it goes pop. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do like the cool Hollywood stunt flip and explosion thing. Right. Because that happens yeah. every time because Hollywood's totally real. Yes. Yes. And, you know, if it's if it's on chips, you know, there's one thing, <laughs> you know, taught us is that a car doesn't blow up once. It blows up twice. That's exactly. Right. That's right. Good. Explodes on impact, and then you wait, you wait, and then the gas tank explodes. Right, because the gas tank always explodes. Right. Ugh. We're going to talk about news tonight. We're going to talk about whatever else comes across our brains before we finish up. Uh, before we do, let's remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. And um, I'm, we're going to talk first about outmotoring.com, and I'm going to hope that everybody got the Black Monday discount deal because Aaron was kicking in an extra 5% off only on Black Monday. So hopefully you're able to take advantage of that because you had to get the email. You had to have the special coupon code, right? 10% discount on Black Monday. So if you missed it, well, you missed it. But if you're looking for, it's that silly season, so you're looking for gifts for that favorite mini person in your life, outmotoring.com is the place to go. Uh, T-shirts? Sure. Perfect. Uh, Hats? Like the mini felt logo hat, which is actually a pretty good looking hat. Perfect. Mini profile keychain, uh, iHeart mini mugs, all the neat things, plus all the other things, the shoes and the, the hats and the other hats and the watches and uh, the glove box organizers. Everybody wants a glove box organizer for Christmas. Perfect stocking, stocking stuffer. They're like not even 20 bucks. That's what you need to get. And Alex found a video. 
Perfect. Uh, anyway, click over outmotoring.com. And also while you're there, don't forget, you know, you're in the cold weather, the snow weather, the salt on the road weather, full line of car care products. Not only that, but Aaron is your parts desk for all things Mini Cooper, especially for you DIY guys. He has all the parts that you need for your Mini. It doesn't matter what year. He's got it. If he doesn't have it, he'll get it. And he's got prices that are on on par with your Mini dealer's parts desk or better. And if you support Aaron, you're supporting us. I'm ordering.com. It's better, better, better. Because, you know, Aaron, he's been supporting us since we started back in however many years ago that was. Plus, he's been an OG sponsor over at Motoring File. Plus, he's adding 2,000 new products every month. Plus, and I still think this is funny, you can go over there and get Aston Martin parts. Because, I mean, uh, I mean, come on, honestly. I mean, there's, there's like, got to be a like, market for it. It's a huge selection. Uh, Aston Martin oil filter, uh, first aid kit, brakes, the uh, logo badges starting at $1,100, uh, wheels, because you got to have some Aston Martin wheels. You need a clutch uh, and flywheel, performance clutch and flywheel kit for your Aston Martin. Done. Aaron's got you covered. And don't forget the Aston Martin two-piece luggage slit in black or cream truffle. Just saying, people, this is where James Bond buys his stuff for his car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he goes, Q punches up outmotoring.com. And when he does, he saves 5% on his order because he signed up for the email newsletter so that he can, you know, you know he's got to be practical, save a couple bucks, and it only costs an email. Go over there. Take care of that. Outmotoring.com. Um, sign up now. Don't forget. That's our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini Performance Speed and yeah, Mini Felt Logo Hat. Uh, outmotoring.com. This is the part of the show where I play news music. Yes, you do. We'll look at that video later. Put that on the Facebook or something. I've seen it before. It's pretty awesome. It just shreds the, uh, the back end of it. Nice. Nice. We are going to... Did anybody else have anything else before we started with the news? Oh, uh, no. Good. I, I did really quick. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our boys over at Motor Trend Audio. They just recorded their hundred, just posted their hundredth episode. Very cool, mm-hmm. and um, it's almost fitting because they posted their hundredth episode on BMW's one hundredth birthday. And so they talked about all they talked to all the BMW guys at the uh, Monterey Storks, Monterey not at Storks, but at the Monterey you know Classics Race Car Race, Car Week, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Car Week. So that was really cool. If you're not subscribed to Motor Trend Audio Podcast with uh, our friends Charlie and Sean and Alex, well fix that they're in your podcast app of choice motor trend audio it's a fine show i think you guys would like it a lot go check it out it's a great show yeah and congratulations to those guys for you know hitting 100 shows that's a big deal i remember when we did that that was a long yeah. time ago 511 shows ago uh, 511 shows ago exactly <laughs> yeah come on guys you can catch us i know it i feel it <laughs> <laughs> we would have to stop making shows for t- for eight years before anybody <laughs> catches up with us. Uh, yep, we're going to take an eight-year hiatus just to let all the other podcasters catch up with our show numbers. Now we are here with our new show. We are not going to take Restoring the Mini Cooper. We are not going to... That, that's funny. We are not going to take an eight-year hiatus, guys. We are going to talk about news from Motoring File. Let's start with... And, and Alex posted this in, in the Slack channel. It was really funny. Somebody check on Todd. Mini confirms new JCW GP model. Well, here's the thing. We knew this was going to happen. It was just confirmed. I mean, it's not like... No, you didn't. Yes, we did. We all... Assume, how about this? We assumed it was going to happen. It wasn't like... It's like the diesel, I guess. We're going to get to We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Now, so now here's the thing with the new JCW. So this will be the F56 JCW. This is what I want to watch from Todd, is I want to see if he compares it to his first GP. And I want to see if he still tries to say that his first GP is faster, because that's what you do. It's like, oh, my first GP was faster. I want to see. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a tough. Uh... That, that might be a tough get with this car. I have a funny feeling this car is going to be wicked fast. Yeah. So what, what can they what can they do compared to the car you have now? Right, so they can remove like the seats in the back to gain some weight. Um... It's traditional that they've done that in the first two GPs. Mm-hmm. Um, drop some weight a little bit. Put. The uh, JCW, JCW well, brakes. They put the exhaust and the JCW Pro suspension on it. Yeah. And yeah. what I think is... A real diffuser. Yeah. 
which is what so basically my car everything that's on my current jcw is you know without like they take the back seat out probably put a wing on it right because they've all yeah. had some sort of little carbon fiber wing on the back yeah um, <laughs> on the boot lid yeah and the, the rear diffuser you know, oh you've got the rear diffuser so yeah yeah i've got all the aero right um on that i think it'd be pretty different, easy for them a to different do tune yeah probably a different tune to boost the right. horsepower which is right. basically so, what you've done with that dining kit yeah, they'll do the same thing. They'll like they maybe boost it to, let's say, two hundred forty horsepower, right? And uh, and go from there. But I, I don't predict they're gonna. There's a lot of room to do much with that. Yeah, you know, maybe a special color again, right? But even the second, even GP two was not a special color because you can buy pretty much anything in the mini range on that with that in color. Thunder now. gray, no, yeah, yeah, exception of the countryman, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only the GP one is uh, the only one who got uh, an exclusive color, right? Even right. the WC fifty, like this is the color I have, is pretty much the right. WC fifty. Right. Exactly. So you know, what's actually going to be interesting is to see how far off the mark your car is now, Todd, versus what Mini does for a GP. Yeah, I really yeah. don't see a lot of maybe bigger brakes, which I think is insane because the JCW brakes that are on uh, Alex and Mike cars right now mm-hmm. are pretty impressive i mean they could be a little you know a little more but i want i mean chad you can speak to this also eventually when you have four pop brakes anything more than that's like why go with the six piston brake yeah it's overkill on a car that small <clears throat> it starts becoming uh, too much and they they can't bias it enough without a compound of a brake pad to make it you know, work that way. So it's, uh, and haven't driven the GP two. I thought the brakes were insanely too touchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, and in the end, mini still selling a street car, quote unquote, you know, so mm-hmm. unless, uh, you're in GT three categories where, you know, your car now comes with a functional roll bar, <laughs> uh, you know, it, uh, you can only get so big, you know, mm-hmm. hey, that's the, that's the next step. If they really want to go track car, if they really want to make it, which is what the GPs have always been kind of geared towards is right. a street legal track car, if you will. They could put a, a, a roll bar in it. I think that'd be kind of cool. That would be totally cool if they did like a GT3 type edition that would still be the GP that is totally like over the top. And you could physically order it almost whenever. And, you know, like, yeah, yeah. they only maybe made 2000, but you could order it, you know, from the month of May till the month of, you know, December or something on a particular year or something. And all of them came in blazing orange, which would be some type of neon (laughs) color, you know. I'm seeing that as like the next step. Then, if they could put a roll bar in and harnesses, if you could put oh, yeah. it on the drivers and passenger side, which I don't think would be a big expense and it wouldn't be a huge amount of development to do that. That no, not at all. That would speak the car into you know real trackdom, if you will. Because I mean, they're already doing quite a bit of that stuff already. I mean, huge brakes, uh, sticky tires, adjustable suspension. Um, aerodynamic packages with wings and other things as well as um uh you know brake ducts and you know so i mean they're almost there they already got that i mean they've got functioning brake ducts on the car now um you know the jcw's got an additional radiator down on the on the driver's side below like a little intercooler radiator like um i i really don't know what else they can do to kind of push this to another level but hey we'll know in about a year year and a half yeah, it'll, be inter- it'll be interesting to see you know on this one i just want to jump on this one really quick because i'm super excited about this because i get to say i was right and i've been right somebody probably owes him like a dollar and I've, 26 I've, of butter I've, I've i've been right since the beginning and that is because the dream of a diesel mini in north america is officially dead we will never but was it ever alive it was never alive it was. It wasn't. And, and, it's a lie. The only reason it's dead now is because of Volkswagen. Because Volkswagen ruined it for everybody. They um, jacked it up for everybody. Yep. And I want to say that I want to also point out that the very first comment on the story at Motoring File, hashtag DB was right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. DB was but Was right. it Alex? I, I think it might have been Alex, yeah. <laughs> here's a, here's a funny no, thing. no, no. It was, uh, it was actually someone who listens to the show. It wasn't me, but that Yeah, that it was, was a, the good. guy who goes I, by I, Fishbert. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you realize we've been talking about uh, a diesel mini for eight years now. Since yeah. 2008, the first time 
we kind of brought it up was yep. Many Takes the States. Oh, because they because uh, um, somebody had one actually out on Many Takes the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a – I forgot uh, what the manufacturer – the aftermarket Bosch. – Bosch. That's right. It was Bosch, Bosch that had one out. And it was awesome. Well, I think diesels are dead and – which I, – I, there's so much other technology out there. The plug-in hybrid technology, which is coming on the countrymen now, right? Um, I think is – as far as economically speaking, it's not quite as good as diesel. You're not going to get as even as good a fuel economy because this same plug-in hybrid technology is already available and has been available on BMWs for a while now. Mm. And a friend of mine has the 3 Series, the 320e, uh-huh. I believe is what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically it's got the mini engine in it and electric system. So the engine kind of looks the same, although it's... It's mounted in line instead of transversely uh, like it is in the Mini. So it's really bizarre to open the the bonnet of this BMW and look at it and then see all this extra electronic stuff coming out <laughs> of like, every cylinder. Right. Um, because the you know all of the electronics are not separate. It's just kind of attached to the engine also. So anyway, uh, the economy in these isn't as great, I think, as it could be. I mean, if you drive in the city and let's say you just drive a few miles a day, you could potentially run it on electricity all the time. Right. But your total range and the the mini range on this is only going to be like 30 miles on full electricity. Right. 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 So uh, and then the gasoline engine is going to kick in at various times when you want to go fast and then they'll both work together and yada, yada, yada. So it's a lot more convenient than fully electric, like a Tesla, for example, or an i3. Right. Or an i8, right. but um, I, don't know, I still don't. I, don't, I still don't think electricity is next. I really don't. I mean, it is, but it's not. I mean, there's the issue with the batteries because well, battery the, technology uh, hasn't gotten quite where it is. It takes. I mean, it takes a lot. No matter what, it's bad for the planet, right? You're digging oil out of the ground, or you're strip mining Canada for the the components of the battery. But then, what do you do with the batteries in eight or nine years when they're when they're they don't work anymore? They right. recycle the lithium-ion batteries. Do they now. recycle them now? Yeah, I didn't yeah know they can recycle the lithium-ion I'm, I'm batteries. A bad, now. I'm a bad hippie. It's yeah, it's not as big a deal as it used to be, and the technology. If you follow what Tesla's doing, mm-hmm. um, we're on the verge of the next generation battery technology, mm-hmm. which is going to revolutionize electric cars again. I mean, right. we've had so many revolutions now to this point. Um, it's going to happen again when. Let's say Tesla's already got a car that can go 250 miles on a charge. Yeah, fully actually, electric, yeah, right? fully electric. 250 there's or 300 nothing, miles. There's nothing inconceivable about that. What's inconceivable is that you need either a supercharger or the thing needs to charge overnight right. to, to recharge. So, for example, you want to drive from Kansas City to L.A., um, you're not going to do it as fast as you would in a gasoline-powered car stopping to get fuel wherever. Right. You know, you're going to have to stop and charge the thing periodically. And, uh, you know, which kind of brings us to the next story is in Europe. Anyway, there's a consortium between BMW, VW, Audi and Mercedes and Ford to put in basically this like Tesla's done a supercharger network, Mm -hmm. this high speed charging network in Europe. And Alex, you were saying this is just straight up they're battling Tesla. They're trying to get ahead of the game. You yeah, know? yeah. I think I think it's uh, I think it's, it makes it makes a lot of sense because when you, it's funny when you look at the list of companies, right? Part of this effort, those are um, players that pretty much uh, uh, are against one another, like you know, basically trying to beat one another, like every time in the U.S. for the crown of the best-selling you know brand. Uh, and and you know they they realize that um, they pretty much i mean they can't maybe they can but maybe it just makes more sense to do it as a as a partner as a partnership as opposed to do it individually at the end of the day like what are you going to do like you know do you, you want to be i think you want to be able to to uh to allow people to charge their cars like anywhere uh and not like you know it's 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 not it doesn't bring anyone any benefits to to have like you know different chargers like all, all over all over europe so it might as well have the same kind of charging station where every more than one brand brand just works right um and at the end of the day it's uh it's it's you know it's uh you know it starts with this i think also a partner on acquiring uh maps from nokia right so it's uh 
efforts, you know, to to try to uh, fight off, you know, companies like Tesla, Apple, and Google, and it, and I think that's great stuff. I think it's uh, it's very interesting, and for us, for consumers, it's only it's very healthy, because that's like that's healthy competition, and at the end of the day, like we we are the ones who benefit the most. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I I think we're in the interim stage of whatever the next technology is going to be. I think it's going to involve electricity. Yes. But. I'd like to see hydrogen. Hydrogen has got to be what's next. That what, that's is, what makes but, it the most amount of sense. But just like electricity is taking a while to to uh, um, you know come into its own, it's because of the infrastructure of being able to charge the car. Right now, there's a there's a gas station on I want to say literally every corner, but pretty close to it. You're mm-hmm. you're no more than a mile or two away from any gas station if you live in any urban area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you're never going to – you don't even think about running out of fuel, you know? Right. We've all run on fumes before. It's like the mini says, oh, you got 11 miles left. And you're like, oh, i got two days before i got to fill up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? And but, where there's only one gas station, I think, on the entire planet, maybe two, that sell hydrogen. Yeah. And yeah, that's okay. a Shell station in Santa Monica. Yeah. Well, so. and, and California has had – a hydrogen initiative for a while because uh what was it honda had a bunch of hydrogen cars right you know testing in consumer testing too uh-huh. so but it's it's infrastructure there just like it is with electricity mm-hmm. if they get to the point where you'll be able to stop and and charge your car your electric car just like you stop and get fuel now right um eventually we're gonna have to get to the point where hydrogen becomes that kind of infrastructure to where Hey, I need fuel cells for my car. I need to go swap them out for whatever reason. Or you have well, to charge them. You have to put more hydrogen in your car so that you have more well, it, fuel to burn. My, my guess is that it's going to be fuel cells swapping out. You're not going to hmm. necessarily be transferring, you know, raw hydrogen into your car. That's that's too dangerous. Right. Um, and it's a safety thing too. I think they've got to convince because you know hydrogen is what made the Hindenburg blow up, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> hydrogen and aluminum paint, but. I mean, if they're if they're putting 350 kilowatts out the out the charging port of these fast charging ports, I mean, how much? I mean, how safe is that compared to? Well, I don't know how the volts are. Volts are probably really low. Well, you don't want to touch the you know you don't want to touch well, both the contacts. Well, yeah, but I mean, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an electrical engineer. Electrical engineers, chime in. Leave us a note. Whiteroofradio.com. Post. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting is um, I'm just going to talk about here's here's some bit of culture into it now, and it's the first time I've seen this uh, like enter the the popular you know culture arena um, so prominently. Is there's a new show on? I don't even know what network it is, but it's called uh, Good Behavior. I don't know if you guys heard of it, Not but yet. it's. Uh, uh, it stars the lady that was in Downton Abbey. She played Lady Mary. Um, and for the life of me, I had a gin and tonic, and so I don't I can't remember her <laughs> name. But anyway, one of the storylines in the car was they steal a Tesla, and they're trying to get from you know wherever to Charleston, South Carolina, and they're trying to be you know they're on the lamb. So if they turn on navigation, they'll be able to be tracked and. Uh, so they're trying to find a way to charge this car, and it's part of the whole storyline. Is where do we find some place? And so, they stop at a gas station, and their charger's out, so they have to hook up to two twenty and let it trickle charge. Right. <clears throat> but it was an interesting storyline. It took up half of the episode, the last episode of this show. Huh. A uh, fairly popular new show on TV about how to to charge a Tesla. So I think it's starting at, at least the storyline in pop culture, and what a, you know. I don't know whether it's a good advertisement for Tesla or, or bad. Right. I don't know. But I, I think it's interesting to, to say now there's storylines in, you know, movies and TV and, yeah, and that is, pop culture. That, that is actually interesting how that's starting to get incorporated. You're right. Yeah. It's just folding. It's just becoming natural. And right. I think as it becomes more natural, as we think about that, you know, then it, it starts to – then it just becomes ubiquitous, right? Right. I mean, anymore here in, in the Phoenix area, you really you can't swing a dead cap without hitting a Tesla. I know. Yeah, it used and, to be with the X. Used to be the. Good. If somebody steals your Tesla, can't you remotely disable it? I, I think, think so. I think you can on the app. That'd be great. Yeah. And spoiler this alert! Awesome. Spoiler alert for this episode: the owner of the car was dead, so <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like the owner was going to disable it so i don't think they had to, they didn't really have to address that so this new show is based on the plot line from weekend at bernie's 
<laughs> no, <know>. sorry. <laughs> that mind. was a good movie. They made like two or three of those. So. Yeah. <laughs> good strong. It can't be all wrong. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Anyway, let's move along really quick. Uh, the the new Mini and JCW accessories have debuted at the 2016 Essen Motor Show. There is absolutely nothing new, so we can go and skip that. I tried to find every anything in that, read through it, looked through pictures, and went... There's nothing new There's here. Nothing new. It's been out for at least a year. Nothing new, so we can go and skip that. We have a lot of new countrymen photographs from the LA Auto Show. And, fellas, I got to say, I really like the way this car looks. I really, I'm, really like the way this car looks. It's growing on me, too. Yeah, I mean, me, too. I like it a lot. I think this is a really good-looking Mini. I really do. I mean, I just think it's amazing-looking. I like the yeah. side profile. That, I like uh, what, the look from the front. There's nothing about this car so far that I don't. Well, the blue one looks weird, but um, there's really the, nothing about this car that I don't like. This car was most like was designed by uh, Endos Warming, right? Like the mm-hmm. the previous mini designer. And we, by the way, there is there hasn't been a new designer named, right? Like it's been what like 150 days, something like this. Yeah, without a new designer. For those of you who are mini. you know who are keeping track at home, playing the uh, mini uh, the mini AG home game. Yeah, 150 yeah, days. Yeah. We are we are um, a, a rudderless ship, if you will. <laughs> Although. You know, every time they talk to designers, they talk to uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm I'm at a loss for his name, the head of exterior design for Mini. Oh, uh, from from BMW, you mean? No, 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 from Mini. Uh, the guy who's in in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at the Clubman launch uh, that I attended and talked, to, and then he was also in LA and did all of the talks on design. So you got to wonder. On one hand, is he going to get promoted to chief of design? You know, just kind of move up, but kind of be a mm-hmm. logical next step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's very interesting. And speaking of design in the car, things that Gabe said he was amazingly uh, impressed with was that little picnic bench that folds out of the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Which I get. <laughs> yeah. That's what he called it. He called it a picnic bench. That's that's what many calls it. It's the picnic. Yeah. It's called the picnic bench that folds out, and you can sit on the. You know, the tailgate, the the rear bumper of your car. Right. So, so there is there's one thing that uh, that I found kind of uh, weird, and again, like that's you know until I actually test it, I test it, and uh, hopefully we get uh, invited by Mini USA. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> we like there is Gabe posted a, a short video of him like uh, interacting with the uh, the touch, uh, you know, the touch uh, nav, uh, you know, the new iDrive, right? Yeah. And so, and so the UI is kind of weird because it was trying to flip, you know, uh, basically swipe left and right on the on the actual menu, and so it's it's difficult to not tap on a on an icon and, and switch at the same time. I don't know if you guys see what I mean. Yeah. If you watch that video, like, it, and it, it almost happens a thing like right at the beginning, like by accident, like you tap on it while you're trying to swipe it. It's 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 weird. I hope it's a uh, I hope it's not like the final version. I hope they... I don't know. They, Gabe, they Gabe says here that the new iDrive system is nothing short of a revelation. Well, well and it's the same... I don't know if that's same, good or bad. Same iDrive system is the iDrive 5 system in BMWs. And by the way, I, I don't want to give false hope for people such as Alex and myself and uh, anybody with an existing Mini. Uh, there is a 0 to 5% chance... That this will retrofit? Yeah, that we'll be able to retrofit yeah. uh, and, and upgrade our system to this. One, because it's it's based on touchscreens. And two, uh, for CarPlay, for an example, I'm just using B&W right now, they charge $300 for CarPlay compatibility. It's just mm-hmm. an a la carte option on all new BMWs now. It's 300 bucks. And my attitude is it's it can't be that hard to reprogram our navigation systems to accept the new, you know, at least format, if you will. Right. But there's no monetary way. There's no way for Mini to like successfully charge for this, you know, because one, you can go. Let's say my car is less than a year old. I've had my car seven months. Right. Well, there's new technology. It should be free. You know, it's like an upgrade. It should be free. Yeah, or it should be free. Yeah. Yep. Or at least a nominal charge. And I think they're looking at it, and it's too much of a money grab, and it, it kind of pisses me off to think about 
that there, there's probably some technical reasons also behind it as to why, but there is, in in my mind, no reason you shouldn't be able to upgrade software, and you know within a certain time frame of owning a car, it's maddening to think, hey, I bought my car and Alex bought his car even more recently than I did, but the new cars coming out in less than a year are going to have better technology. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I to be frank, it's uh, it's uh, so what would be interesting is to dig the uh, the the agreement for a car manufacturer to propose CarPlay in its infotainment system, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to know if there's any like some kind of monetary exchange or data exchange that needs to happen between BMW and Apple, and maybe there is something to the extent of like you know we make it this for free for, to you guys but at the same time like you agree to exchange data and maybe BMW said well we're not going to give you our data because this is our proprietary data and, and Apple said okay fine but then you got to pay us something right so maybe there's something like this I, I don't know um, but uh, in any case like I, I, in any case it's seen uh, it is seen by consumers as as like a total money grab right because mm-hmm. you're not paying for Apple CarPlay no, I, I don't know I haven't checked their configurator but I'm pretty sure I'm right like you don't pay on on for GTI like you don't pay for it like that no. I know of, and I'm pretty sure like you know Hyundai or or whatever you know like Chevy or whatever brand has CarPlay right now. I mean a lot of them. Uh, I don't think they charge any money for it. Nope. And it's just like and and because of that like it it makes it look like a hundred percent like money grab. And again maybe there is actually a good reason for it. Maybe this is you know there is like. Apple, you know, there's yeah, maybe there is like uh, something involved with it, but uh, yeah, it looks like a hundred percent money grab. But I think from our standpoint, from both consumers, enthusiasts, and our quote-unquote journalistic standpoints behind it, they should give us a better freaking answer than nope, you can't upgrade. That's it. That's the only answer you get, and that's what BMW is getting right now. Is there's a lot of BMW people who are just just livid about it. Let's say you bought a new M2. And you have a July build M2, and it's not going to be CarPlay compatible. You can't upgrade it. But if your car was built in August, it's a it's a possibility. It's a three hundred dollar option. Right. That is maddening when you yeah. spend that kind of money on a car yeah. that it is so stupid that you can't upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I'm saying the same thing is down to Mini, but they're like, ah, oh, people don't pay that much for a Mini. They we can screw them. They aren't, you know. You only pay thirty five thousand dollar car, not sixty thousand dollars for your M two with options, right. mm-hmm. or sixty five. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's maddening. I wish they'd give us more information. Of like, here's the technical reason why. You know, it's different hardware. It won't run on your hardware. Well, just tell us that, even if it's a lie. Just tell well, us I'm that. sure it's like something that they they change in a wiring harness, and it just doesn't go one way or the other. And you know, something totally simple. It's like, why did they even change it to make it so that it won't work? I think I think the number one reason. I mean, if you want my opinion, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the UI right now, and I see a way that it could be working with the knob and without necessarily like a touch screen. But maybe, maybe actually, like you need, maybe you actually need a touchscreen. Maybe like the UI really doesn't work at all. Like there is no way to actually make it work with a, uh, with the knob, uh, and, right. and which is fine. Which is fine. Like that's a good reason. That's however, what it is. Like, yeah. however, here's the problem: is there's a three series right now that's CarPlay compatible that does not have a touchscreen. Right. Choose with the Are knob. Are you sure? Are you yes, sure? Yes, positive. I was told by a BMW representative at SEMA. But have oh. you seen it? It's like it's like people telling Gabe the diesel is coming and it never came. Like, have you seen it? I know. I, <laughs> I will go to my dealer and I will talk to these guys. Okay. I mean, like at this point, like it's pretty the same thing as diesel. Like, this is and coming I, even to you guys. And nope, here, it's not. We should know very soon because JCW Clubmans uh, yes. are hitting the shores in the U.S. right now. They are they are on, they're on U.S. Boats. soil. Oh, they're on the they're on the they're on the they're in the states. Yes, yeah, there are <laughs> JCW Clubmans in the states. I don't think anybody any have been released from uh, from customs yet, but they are in the states. I can confirm that. And from the information that we saw, all of the the information from from many the press releases and everything, the new Clubman had this new system, hmm. right? So here's what's going to be maddening, Alex, is if the Clubmans get the the initial Clubmans that come out. Uh, are they going to get shipped with the same system you and I have? Oh, I <laughs> or are they going to have? Or are they going to have the touchscreen? 
Is it going to be one of those? Oh, you're an early adopter. You don't get the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's like the other way around, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, well, that's what you get for buying the first car, which DB has has notoriously said since 2002, never, ever buy the first generation. Never buy the first generation yeah. of a Mini. I made that mistake. I, I, I took one for that particular team. Um, yeah, just don't, just don't do it. DB yeah. is right all the time. Yeah, just saying. DB was right. Once again. <laughs> Once again. Yeah. Make anyway, uh, let's tell you guys really quick about another one of the fine sponsors here, and then we've got a couple more things to talk about before we finish up. And I want to remind you guys about our friends over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com. Uh, our man Alex is actually going to be trying a piece of Craven Speed tech on his Mini here in the very, very near future, and that would be the Platypus license plate mount because Alex has decided to put a license plate on the front of the car so he doesn't keep getting tickets. <laughs> no, I haven't decided. I've been forced by the communist state of California to put a front plane on my car. So- socialist, different. socialist state of it, California. Uh, well, socialist, communist, way. you know, potatoes, potatoes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is going to give us a full review from the whole from installation all the way down. And uh, so he's going to be trying that piece out for you. And that's a piece that you get that because you need a license plate on the front of your car because you live in one of those states where you have to have the front license plate like California. And you don't want to drill holes into your Mini's bumper. So you get the platypus mount. That way you don't also have to use electrical tape. (laughs) Because, well, that's just not sexy. (laughs) That's just not. Um, Drilling holes in the bumper is not what you want to do. You don't want to. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice piece. Uh, Don't forget, too, Craven Speed's got the dipstick that actually works on the first-gen, second-gen cars. Doesn't break. Easy to read, especially on the second-generation Mini. Every time I check the oil in my car, I keep... Forgetting I need to punch up Craven Speed and get one of those ordered for me because I hate the mini dipstick. It's horrible. Uh, the stubby antenna, of course. FlexPod adapter, which is an amazing way to carry your cell phone in your car, so you don't have to have it in your hand if you're in one of those states where you can't hold your phone while you drive, which you shouldn't be doing that anyway. Uh, and if you've got a first-generation Mini Cooper S, you're going to put a Craven Speed pulley on your car when that time comes. And we talked about a little bit about that last week, and that's an amazing mod for the R53. Just do it. Just punch up Craven Speed. Get an order. Take it over to Chad, and he'll put it in for you. Done. It's like getting to, it's 20 horsepower for your car. Boom. It's easy. Super simple. Best mod you'll ever do. Uh, go over there. Take care of that. CravenSpeed.com. Also, while you're there, check out the new website. There's a, a brand new About page. You can actually meet the entire team. Really cool stuff. Uh, and then when you go to check out, the really neat thing is you uh, mentioned White Roof Radio there in the comment on the checkout page. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being our friends over at CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com. Go over there. Check them out, if you please. Also Home cool. of the floppy dipstick. Home of the floppy It's like a giant spring. It's awesome. <laughs> And it's like weighted, so it almost falls into place, and it just goes whoop, got, right into the <laughs> hole. And I gotta say, people, uh, Kellen is the man. And, and Kellen is the man, and he drinks brown booze like a boss. <laughs> he does. He really does. It's pretty awesome. Um, let's move on really quick. Uh, Alex and I both probably wanted to mention or discuss slightly. Um, the boys have returned. Yes, they have returned. And we have now we we have we have the grand tour has started. Uh, we are two episodes in so far. I've watched them both. Um, I've only seen one. I didn't see the second one yet. And and you're just gonna house, let them just gonna let them kind of back up in there and just watch them all at once. Uh, maybe I don't know. The first episode I was it was fine. It was like if you've seen Top Gear, you'll like this. Yep. Yeah. But it's the production value was maybe seventy percent what a Top Gear was. But, I, I think uh, episode two, you'll be a little more surprised. They kind of refine things a little bit, yep. and I think it's going to continue going down that path. Yes, there were some things about the first episode that I was kind of like, hmm, yeah, that was like weird. What's the, the Saturday Night Live sketch that goes on like way too long? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. things yeah. Were, were way too long. The, but, the, uh, the film, the I, films were brilliant. The 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 film yeah, pieces yeah. were. Yeah. Top Gear of old, if you were looking for season 24 of Top Gear, then the Grand Tour is for you. But it's yeah. the, 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 the studio, I say studio in quotes, the studio bits are still, let's just say, a little rough. Yeah, and they're, and they're going to keep working on this, right? But uh, yep. the so, what do you guys think about the uh, the like the introduction? I don't know how you call it, but the you know the big video at the beginning. I think it was pretty good, right? Yeah, like the, 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 thing with oh, the, mess, like, the opening sequence. Yeah, first yeah. for episode one, I thought it was brilliant. They spent like three million dollars making that. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. The new intro, like the one that they're actually using for episode two, 
uh, it was different. I was because I was expecting you know, I was expecting something like that, and it's not. It was like an animated piece. There weren't a lot of cars in it, so I don't know. We'll see if they make any changes there as well. Yeah, and uh, and also, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, uh, Clarkson's like Mustang is actually a special edition Mustang. It's mm-hmm. called like the Mustang Rocket, and it yeah. was designed by uh, Henry Fisker. It's oh. pretty badass. Like nice. it looks pretty badass. Like look it up online. It's a uh, it's, it's pretty badass Mustang. Nice. It's still a Mustang. It's, it's still, still a Mustang. Cool. Still Mustang. I know. I know. It's still a Mustang, <laughs> but it looks it looks really cool. I mean, that's. I think it looks cooler for people that have not that are not from the US uh, Mustangs. See, yeah. that's the thing. I think people in Europe, people in England, especially, they they like like the the American muscle cars. Thing. They also like the Focus and the and the you know the Fiesta. Did you guys speaking of Fords? Have you seen the the new Fiesta that's going to come out? Yeah, mm. it looks sad. Like yeah, like, like it's a little fish. I think it's an interesting looking uh, uh, car. And we were looking at it, and my lady friend goes, "Here's the problem: is that the photographs, the, the marketing photographs like that, are always taken at the most perfect angle." She goes, "You turn that car uh, on the side or head on, it's going to look stupid. It's just." <laughs> <laughs> This is like my lady friend who never was a car person before is now just nailing everything. Every yeah, time she's- you know I'm I'm gonna have to go with Alex. It's just the the new Fiesta. I don't know. It looks weird. Yeah, yeah it looks like I don't know. You could. It's the kind of car, honestly. Like, you what what do you expect? Like nothing is gonna be. It's gonna be you know like revel uh, like a revelation about it, but. And the funny thing is that you could slap like any logo on the on the hood, like it would be you wouldn't know it's the Ford. Like you, you could slap like a, a Kia logo on this, it would be the same thing. Yeah, it Honestly. does. It looks like and also very European. Like you could, it could be a Citroen, it could be, you know, yeah. Oxal or whatever. I mean, all of those cars are starting to look the same. But and the reason I bring this up, the the new Fiesta, is that it's going to be in the classification of of minis. You know, yep. yeah, yeah, cross off this car to a mini. I mean, there's, there's no question about it. It's going to be a shit ton less money than a oh, mini. Yeah, but you know, Fiesta there's, RS. There's a two. That's door what they do. Point. They are they doing a Fiesta RS? I didn't notice that because they're doing an ST, uh, an ST, not an RS. RS. A okay. Fiesta RS. Now that would be badass. Although that would be badass. Yeah. And we did to something that we talked about in the past. Is from what I understand, is you can actually go to a Ford dealer and say. Give me all the things to make my Fiesta badass like the way um, they do for rally cars. And the dealer will sell you basically a whole kit that would, that would make it badass. Fords and things ST, I, yeah. uh, I smoked um, a Ford ST the other day. Nice. A, what? A, a Focus yeah, he ST? Was trying, he was just trying to he, – he's like he's sitting at the stoplight and he, people pull up next to my car and they think they want to race me wherever, right? Yeah. Just happens to be at the front. And he's like kind of jumping a little bit. I'm like, all right, dude, let's go. And luckily, I'm not doing anything illegal. This was a stoplight on my way home that literally after you cross the intersection, it goes to 55 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So it's you can really race somebody zero to 60, you know, without kind of without breaking the law. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you'll smoke the tires and look like a total jackass. Okay. But. I mean, I smoked this guy. Two car links in front of him by the time I hit, like, 65 miles an hour. I couldn't believe it. I thought the ST was, was a lot faster than that, but evidently not. I think the ST has hundred only has 175 horsepower. No, the Focus ST. Yeah, the Focus ST. I think it only has 175 horsepower. Hang on a second. Let me find, let's find this right now. Uh, let me see. Engine on the ST. Well, that could be a driver thing, too. It, it, they actually don't list the horsepower. It's a two. It's a two. It's liter a two. It's a two liter. Eight. Is it two hundred fifty-two? It's got twenty-five more horsepower. Twenty uh, some more horsepower than my car. Yeah. I, then we're gonna call that driver. Yeah. Yeah. But, or it was plagued however, with a shitty automatic transmission. Well, the car weighs seven hundred more pounds than uh, my car. Yeah. There's that too. Yeah. Horsepower to weight ratio is something like speak. This brings a full circle around to the first episode of Top Gear. Is you know when they were racing those three supercars? Yep. Mm-hmm. And the best horsepower to weight ratio in all of the cars was the Ferrari, right? right. It had the yep. most yep. horsepower and the lightest weight. It should have hands down won everything. And the cars are pretty evenly matched, but I think in the fact that James May was driving it was like Dean right. said, driver error. I, I think the uh, the Ferrari would have won that trio of supercars in, in episode one of the of Grand Tour. 
because of horsepower to weight ratio. I think it's a big deal, and traction and tires is also a big deal. So, yes. There it is. There you go. That's Speaking of horsepower to weight ratio, the Fiesta, and just so, the, and for the record, really quick, the Fiesta ST is at 197 horsepower for 2017. Fiesta, yeah, the Fiesta ST. Oh, the Fiesta ST is at 197. The Focus ST is at 252. And everybody, get your drinks ready. You know what? The best horsepower to weight 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 ratio ever in that Mini's ever produced was right. Um, yeah, the GP1. The GP1. There you go. It so is like in, in, in case in doubt, answer GP1. That's that's you know that's what it is. When in doubt, just guess. When GP1. in doubt, answer GP1. That's right. <laughs> Especially when drinks are on the line. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, so far I'm a big fan of the new Grand Tour. So if you haven't yeah, watched too, it, yeah. check it out. It's you know find it if you don't have Amazon Prime, find a friend that's got Amazon Prime, and invite yourself over for dinner. You know, bring a bottle of something and watch us watch the boys for an hour ten or an hour eleven, and enjoy yourself. It's a good show. Yeah, it's, so far, it's here's what you good. do: you wait until they're all out, and then get the free the the free thirty day trial of Amazon Prime, and then just watch them all. Just binge watch just them binge all. Watch you know them that all. I, I'm I'm one of those people who actually signed up for Amazon Prime because of the Grand Tour. Mm, yeah, like I never had Prime before until now. Oh. And now you're just spending more, all your money getting stuff shipped for free. Exactly. Yeah. More, I got more so people much from Amazon like last two weeks. <laughs> more people have signed up for Amazon Prime from the Grand Tour announcement than signed up during Amazon Prime's big Prime Day, yeah. where it was yeah, like yeah, half, yes. where Prime was half price for a year. Yeah, yeah more yeah, people yeah. signed up for because of the Grand Tour. Yeah, Amazon yeah, yeah. chose wisely, and I'm reading all over the internet that Netflix is all like serious, seriously butthurt about this, and they're like going like that, and just it's really funny. But I, I wonder, I wonder, like I, I think uh, they signed like a three-year deal with Amazon, or maybe more. But I wonder, like, how many years they actually have left in them. And I'm not talking about like their willingness to do a show, but more uh, more the fact them. that they are not necessarily like in tune with their audience. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, those are like, what, they are look close to 60 years old, like white dudes, you know, loaded right. with tons of money and stuff. And like not really like, you know, I, I know they have like a core audience, but like people that are, you know, starting to watch shows like this, like really they are not aligned with those dudes, right? And right. it's uh, Well, it's more, it's, it's more, I think it's more James May and Jeremy than anything else. Because, I mean, Richard's our age, roughly. He's actually younger than us, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it's just the, the two older guys, those are, you know, they're up in their 50s. So well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of it's still the comedic value, yeah. as well as you get a, uh, a review, as well as a sporty entertainment. Hoonigan of the car that yeah. you want to see. You're going to Cars and Coffee hoping that the F40 Ferrari is there and he will start the car for you. Or right. maybe do a burnout, but probably start the car. You know, like that's the type of thing that, you know, we're looking for in a day to day value where this show is going to give you it's like, okay, here's the F40. We're going to drift around this corner 15 different times and nine different camera angles. Right. And then talk about donkeys. <laughs> and you get to laugh yeah. and then see tires and smoke. Because tires and smoke, no matter what age you're at, will always sell. Right. So you yeah. got that. You're mm-hmm. exactly correct. Anyway, what do you think about the Grand Tour? Go to whiteroofradio.com. Leave it on the show notes or, you know, comment on Facebook or Twitter or, or whatever. Do something. Anyway, uh, I think we're done. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else mm-hmm. have anything else? Nope. Chad, how Chad, how close are you from actually moving into the new shop? I'm seeing the pictures on Facebook, and it looks amazing, by the way. First well, of as of like yesterday, I kept telling everybody 12 days. 12 days. We have 12 days to make all of this happen. Wow. And uh, physically, we are recording this on the 30th, but it'll probably go up on the no, this will go up. No, I'm doing the work, so it'll sort of be up this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dig. Um, but no, uh, we uh, we have a move date of the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. Those are our four days to make the gigantic move in box trucks and vans. And um, I've got one car over there now. We're going to take two cars over there tomorrow. I've got uh, six more cars to move. I've got. Uh, Two lifts, tire machines, tons of product, 
desks, filing cabinets, all that good stuff. So, um, we're getting close. Yeah, it's I mean, looking before. it's looking amazing. Um, I'm actually going to. That's going to be the image for this week's show, is uh, because I'm looking at the shot with the before and after with the new floor. The floors, yeah, dude, it looks so nice. Yeah, you know, it uh, it definitely cleaned up pretty good. I mean, there's the, the little things. I was like, oh man, I wish this wasn't here. I wish that wasn't there. I'm I'm trying to, to keep my my focus, my ADD on the uh, the big picture versus the little things, right? Uh, and not get bogged down. But yeah, we're uh, we're in the final stretch here. Uh, you know, we had a a one inch cable line actually run through the building. You know, it's, it's the full on gigantic hard line that uh, you will see on the outside poles in our building now for our uh, cable internet. So nice. Um, next thing best to uh, Google fiber is, uh, is in our office now. So nice. Uh, we got that uh, today. Uh, we're going to have uh, the phone systems and things will be up and running. And uh, alarm system is, uh, you know, any day away here as soon as we get a modem. So, I mean, we're we're real close. I mean, I it'd be nice to actually, like, see all my employees again. <laughs> <laughs> all that good stuff. So Excellent. So fall, play along with the, uh, the shop. I'm sorry. Yeah, so play along with the Detroit Tuned home game. Obviously, uh, like Detroit Tuned over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Detroit Tuned, and um, follow along with all the moving adventures, and the new shop should be open here uh, probably shortly after the new year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if not before. Before the new year. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be up and running. Uh, I think it's the the 19th is that Monday. I mean, all calls will be routed to that shop. That's where we're going to be uh, – you know, 100% time, you know, our lease ends at uh, December 31st. So we uh, we have to be out of there 100%. So. Got it. Got it. So and uh, go over there, check it out. And uh, that's a Detroit tune, Detroit tune.com. If you're within hours of that shop, he's your shop. Anyway, it's where you go to get all your mini service done, mods, hanging out, chatting, uh, buying accessories and things like that. You know, you need that you know, space saver spare tire with that really fancy homemade with love cover. DetroitTune.com. Go over there, check yeah. it all out. And a, uh, and a big date, uh, January 21st. We're going to have a big uh, big party, mini club Christmas party that night. Uh, so if you're within an hour or two, you know, uh, definitely come on up. Uh, we're going to have some uh, probably keg and uh, nice. some other good fun stuff. So uh, come on out, see the shop. That would be awesome. Go do that, please. And finally, uh, MotoringStripes.com. Go over there, just order some stripes from Todd, put them on your car, boom, done, bitchin', awesome. And then, you know, you need Christmas stuff, go over to the swag section and get those really cool keychains, like a little motoring bag on a badge on a keychain. They're super awesome, and you need to have, like, all of them so that you can just change them out depending on your mood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, motoringstripes.com. Go over there, check it out. And don't forget, too, uh, if you're looking for the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit, if you find the link for the contact form at motoringstripes.com, shoot Todd, Todd an email, and he will send you a quote. That is the little hack, motoringstripes.com hack to getting the sunroof delete kit. And just tell Todd what color what color your roof is and what year it is, and he will send you a quote and he'll get it off to you. And also the, the Clubman, the new Clubman bumper protection strip is done, and I've had so many requests for it that they're starting trickle down. So if you haven't gotten your request met yet, just be patient. Within the next week, I'll be answering questions. They are shipping now. Nice. And as soon as I get all of the, you know, the secret requests from people shipped out, they will go up on the site uh, for official sale. But if you're hankering for one of those and you got a new clubman, uh, just shoot me a message on the contact form and we'll put you on the waiting list. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Glad that's worked out. Can't wait to see what that looks like. And then again, over at motoringstripes.com, you know, because blank is boring. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. It is, boy. All right. Is there anything else? Anybody? Once more. Going once. No. Going twice. Close it out. We are done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us for yet another episode of World Famous White Roof Radio. Uh, you know you can follow us along at all the places. We're on the Twitter, Instagram. We're also over at Facebook, obviously. Uh, you can always you know, ping us on the contact page there's always a contacting us uh, besides all the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof of course your sponsorship is important to us as well and if you're looking to contribute in a way to help support white roof radio and 
Ride Bikes Radio, the new podcast underneath the white roof I do with Brian Dallas every week. Uh, we talk about bicycles. It's really cool. RideBikesRadio.com. Uh, go over to Patreon.com, White Roof Radio, when you can help us out. Super duper awesome. But that's it for this week, gang. We are done. This is the part of the show where I do like to make that funny clicking sound, and then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. Why am I hearing Mario Brothers stuff? <laughs> it's it's me this time. <laughs> they just jumped up and got a mushroom. Wow. <laughs> nicely done. Uh, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, Hank, this TV, I'm done. Cheers. See ya. Oh man, I gotta change that picture. It's still the fat DB picture everywhere. Ooh.